Hey everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Huga Girls. Huga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness. Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Huga Girls Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Monday and another episode of your favorite podcast, the Hooga Girls Podcast. The Hooga Girls Podcast and the Hooga Girls are back together once again. I missed you, Emma. Could you tell from last week's episode? Yes. Thank you for the shout out. If you guys didn't listen to the last two episodes, I hopped on a solo two weeks ago and then Maddie did last week's solo episode. So we have been apart long forgotten i know i felt like a lost soul without you the episode was so short i mean it was fine but like it was so short it is crazy when you i was like what record by yourself it feels like you feel like you're talking for a long time and then you look at the recording and it's like 13 minutes you're like oh my god i just you're like oh and then when we're together we talk for like 45 really easily i felt that way too i was like how is my episode like not intentionally so short but i i just like say what i need to say and oh my gosh, it's, it's just, I, I'm happy to be back. It is nice to do solo episodes just to like have our own little like creative space with it for a second. Um, and then like when Maddie's pissing me off and stuff as she does. Yeah, it ma- makes sense. Yeah, makes we sense. need we need space. The only way that Maddie's yeah. pissing me off is that she is, she was having her Europe extravaganza and I wasn't. I was. And I'm jealous, so. Yeah, I was gallivanting around Europe. Let's let's talk about it for a second. You gave me a space to talk about myself. I'm going to take it. Oh, go for it. Yeah, so yeah. give me the rundown of, like, the top three places you were and maybe somewhere that was overwhelming. Yeah, I was in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. I was in Barcelona, Spain, and then I was also in Brussels, Brussels Ghent, and Bruges, Belgium, which was so much fun. I was in Barcelona for my work part of my trip so that was the tail end and then was in Amsterdam and then a couple of different cities in Belgium just before traveling around what was the second question I completely spaced I was saying just like what was your favorite like maybe what stood out to you in a positive way and then maybe something that was underwhelming not to be negative Nellies but I'm just interested I've never been to Europe so yeah no negative Nellies here but I'll start with the negative just so we can end on a high Um, But the one thing that I was not expecting was how cold it was going to be, which I should have been expecting. And I had a jacket and everything, but it was just so, 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 so cold. Well, it's like you could see a forecast and you're like, oh, chilly. And then when you're there, it's when you're there and you're outside (laughs) all day. It is. It's very real. Um, However, that's probably the only negative of the trip. I will say we missed our flight from we flew to Barcelona and then Barcelona to Amsterdam because my company was paying for my flight to Barcelona and our flight got delayed we ended up having to stay the night in Barcelona rebooking on another flight and then got into Amsterdam late so that was definitely not the best part of the trip but everything else was so incredible we did a paella cooking class we went to a brewery that used um, herbs instead of hops which is really cool actually this is a fun fact did I already tell you my fun fact about the herbs and not hops I do not think I've had the pleasure of hearing okay it. <laughs> so we went to this brewery it's called Groot Brewery G-R-U-U-T 
And we more so did it for my boyfriend. Yes, Groot. I am No, we more so did it for my boyfriend just because he's really into beer. And I was like, you know what? It'll be fine. Whatever. Honestly, it was one of the highlights of my trip just for me. It was so much fun. It was a family-owned brewery. And I didn't realize that hops are used in the majority of beers because – they used to be illegal or herbs used to be illegal. And that's because when people would brew with beer, the herbs that they were putting in the beer would make people excited in multiple ways. So when the French were rebelling, they didn't want people like in the French revolution, they didn't want people causing, you know, chaos in the streets or rebelling in a certain way. So that was one of the reasons they were outlawed. And another reason was that a lot of monks were drinking beer because that was just like kind of the most clean beverage that you could drink because the water wasn't very good. So honestly, drinking beer, like if you drank beer, you were considered to be healthy, which is kind of crazy. But it made them excited in other ways. And the government did not want horny monks so they mm. outlawed herbal beer, which is why hops exists. And then, you know, France and Germany, that was there before Belgium. And then Belgium came to be. And so Belgian beer has always had hops in it. And so, yeah, it was really a cool experience to get to go to a brewery that still used herbs. The beer tasted great. Really? Oh, you liked it? Of, yeah, I really liked it. And I'm not even a huge beer drinker. I'm not either. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So wow, that's a, that's a very interesting story. Yeah, there's my my fun fact that I came back with y'all for, but um, or back with for y'all. Back you guys, back it up, back it up. <laughs> oh, but that um, it seems so fun. Um, your stories, you have a very aesthetic eye, so I always like seeing what you decide to post you. and stuff. Even if it's just on your stories, like Maddie doesn't do quote unquote like content creation in terms of like brand deals and all the the fancy stuff that I've gotten into over the past couple of years um but you do have an aesthetic eye so it's fun to you always have like good posts and I was I I was jealous but maybe I will share kind of what came about while you're in Europe in my life because I've kind of had a big life update as well life updates yes give it to us you're in your you're in your queen era my queen era funny you say I actually did mention this um on my solo episode I mentioned that I was going to be like hard launching my new job but now that it's out this is my like second week now um I can share a little bit about it so I just got a full-time job And we're actually going to talk a little bit in the episode about structure and how it can actually be positive rather than negative, which I feel like structure, when you think about that, you're like, oh, that's constricting, that's negative. So we'll get into that. But I honestly was just like needing some structure in my life. I had been doing um, private contracts through my own LLC for social media management and stuff since I graduated college, which was back in 2021 or December 2021 like the tail end but it had been a long time it had been over a year since I had been doing pretty much working for myself which was incredible it gave me a lot of opportunities but I was just ready to be a part of a team again and I have a little bit more of a task-oriented lifestyle I was feeling very like lack of purpose-esque more or less with just not having yeah something to wake up and do like it was it was me and only me and a lot of times that's a great thing but it was almost like too much freedom to where like my success was mine but also like my failures and my stress and everything was mine so it all fell on you yeah yeah it all fell on me and so 
you know, social media is obviously some, like, big space that you don't have as much control over as you'd probably like to in terms of likes and whatever, and my whole world was basically, like, doing my own content and trying to get followers and likes and then also doing other people's content and trying to get them followers and likes, and it was just kind of, like, a toxic mind space for sure. So, I was like, I want... I love doing content. I I still spend my free time editing or filming. I do it because I love it. But I was ready just for like something more professional to have to have a little bit of a divide between divide between the sp- work and life. Yeah, work and life at the end of the day. So I saw a job posting for this company called Intern Queen, and I had actually worked with them. They're a college marketing agency that's based out of LA. I literally thought they were out of New York, but they do like New York based events. And but- I. Yeah, I was like, I told my boss too, I was like, I fully was posing that she's from New York and she's, or that, you know, our company's based out of New York and she's like, everyone thinks that because that's where our events are based, but then technically it's out of LA, doesn't really matter, but they're a college marketing agency and so brands like Dunkin' or Hulu, those are some that we work with, will like come to come to Intern Queen and be like, hey, we want to do like an event on a college campus or we want to hire basically like college students to run campaigns for stuff. So it's just like campaign opportunities and events for college students. And so they did a job posting for the, the, the exact title is content community and events coordinator and um, so it came up and it was one of those things oh my god I know you feel this through interviews how you look at like a job listing and it's like 60 applicants or there's all these comments and you're just kind of like oh my god how am I gonna be the person that like you're like I'm not gonna get it yeah did you not to be like negative on yourself but like you look at a list and you're like okay I'm qualified but I'm not as qualified as like I maybe could be and Like, there's just so much going on. And even when you're in the interview process, I feel like you can be, like, three rounds into the interview and you're still like, "Mm, like, I want it, but do they want me? And it's kind of, like, a weird weird dance that you're doing. I don't know. I know you. I'm sure anyone who's interviewed has come across that. Or if you just scroll through LinkedIn, you'll be like, oh, my God, like, this looks like a job I might want. And there's, like, 120 applicants. And you're like, okay, even if I'm qualified, how am I? Like, what are the odds that I, like, get this position? So it was kind of one of those things that I was like – I actually saw the post on their Instagram feed and there's all these comments that were like, just apply, just apply, just apply, just apply. And I was like, "Mm, okay, I feel like I want this job or like I'm interested in interviewing for this job. So I'll just submit my resume. So I submitted it, then had just a really quick turnaround time with interviews. I had four different interviews within like three days because they were trying to fill a position. Which is crazy. Quickly. Yeah. It happened like out of nowhere. Not that I wasn't trying to be employed, but I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to look for jobs. And then I got a first round interview, had a second round interview literally that same day, like hours later. They were like, can you do a second round? And I was like, I mean, I'll do whatever you tell yeah. me I need to do. Um, and yeah. then I had my third round the next day and then my fourth round the next day. And I was like, holy crap. And so, as you can assume, I did get the job. So I was very, very... Voila, congrats! Yeah, so I, I was very excited and it moved quickly. But I just feel... I feel, like, ready for And I feel excited by the company. I have experience with the company. And the culture's been really great. Um, and like I was saying, I threw out Duncan and Hulu. But I get to work with some cool brands on some design I'm basically doing the creatives behind like our social campaigns and our event campaigns and just like pretty much everything we do I'm the creative director behind it which is fun because it's a very 
being a part of a big company, I do have structure. I do work a lot and that's definitely an adjustment. Um, but there's that creative aspect to it, which keeps me like refreshed and excited every day as well. So it hasn't been too long, but there's a little rundown. I know that not a little rundown. There's a long rundown on what I'm doing now, but that's a really big shift in my life. And it happened <laughs> quicker than I maybe thought it was going to, but I'm feeling excited and I'm feeling like it's the right step for me. Yeah. Well, and congrats on getting the job. That's no small feat at all. So round of applause for you. I'm not going to do it over the microphone because I don't want to kill all of our <laughs> listeners like, listening. Um, but no, seriously, congrats. That's a huge opportunity and it's great. And it's also, I think, a lot of the foundation for what today's episode is going to be about. Just because, like you were saying before, you were in this structured environment more or less you were kind of feeling that lack of purpose and so in today's episode we are going to deep dive into kind of how structure can actually be really freeing and talk a little bit about time management talk about when it's okay to quit and when it's okay to actually add more onto your plate um and I have a little little tidbit a little life update there as well um but before we dive into that like always I feel like that was a really long intro so thanks yeah, it's kind of fun though. Sorry. We, we haven't been together in a while. Yeah, no. But I wanted to jump into today's Ask the Girls question. So, slight plug if you're not following us on Instagram, go follow us. It's at Hygge Girls Podcast. That's H Y G G E Girls Podcast over on Instagram and TikTok. We haven't been super, super active just because. Emma's got this new job. I've been traveling, but we're going to be ramping back up and getting into it. So be sure to follow us over there. And today's question, um, I really liked, and I feel like I resonated with it a little bit. And Emma, you also, I feel like not to speak for you, but also could resonate with How it. How dare you? And <laughs> sorry, I'm speaking for you. Um, but basically our ask the girls questions, you can ask us advice. You can ask us just like general questions about life. You can ask us personal questions, whatever you're looking to do. Our um, social security the, numbers, y- our deepest, darkest yeah, secrets. We'll, we'll, we'll gladly provide everything on <laughs> the internet bank account for everyone listening. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, so this person asked for advice and they said getting the urge to move away, but scared advice is much needed which I just thought was really fun to touch on. So, Emma, what are your thoughts? Yeah. As someone who has recently moved away. Yeah, so I moved back in November, and I definitely felt this way. It's hard to – I think the hardest thing for me was, like, picking a right place and not feeling like – not feeling like I had a perfect answer. I was considering moving to Greenville, South Carolina really heavily. And that was after narrowing it down from, in my brain, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Arizona or whatever. And I I narrowed it down to, well, I'm figuring myself out. I'm going to stay in South Carolina, like somewhere closer um, to where I was growing up. But what I struggled with is how how do I know like what feels right? And even when I made the decision, it didn't feel 100% right. So I guess my advice not to discourage you from following what feels right like you should have like gut feelings and inclinations but like sometimes you have to take that uncomfortable push because you can't set your standard for something to feel 100% right or even ever be 100% right like I moved to Charleston and there's probably things that like Greenville would have suited me better for in theory you know like I would have been closer to my family which would have been good like my grandma lives up you know there's just there's pros and cons to everything so 
taking off the pressure for something to literally be perfect because I feel like when we're making a big leap that's what we're we're wanting we're wanting to be like okay if I'm gonna put you know my money and my time and just my effort into literally moving to a new city I need to be like so satisfied but like that's not even the case a hundred percent so just taking off the pressure for it to be perfect and still following even if you have a little doubt still following what you feel is most right is my advice well that's yeah I love that advice too and I feel like that's kind of just simple advice of like go with your gut and bear with me here because I'm going to dive into an analogy but you know when you're like in a relationship and nothing is a hundred percent wrong and like you're just starting to have beginning feelings of like okay this probably isn't my person like I don't know who my next person is that I'm going to be dating I don't know the person I'm going to end up with I don't even know if I should break up with this person but something's just not sitting right with me when you eventually pull the trigger and you break up with that person you're not right away going to be like oh wow this is great I'm living my best life like I love this this is so much like no that's not what's gonna happen what's realistically gonna happen is you're gonna have days where you're like oh my gosh I really miss that person or you know, I really am so thankful that I'm experiencing these new things and that I've met these new people and I have this new free time or whatever it may be, but I miss these old things. And the further away you get from that breakup, so to speak, or the further away you get from those initial feelings of, okay, this probably isn't right, the easier it gets and the more you forget about that initial discomfort. And I feel like the same is similar for kind of any large decision that you're making in your life and that's something that I've recently had to remind myself with and this is what I was kind of alluding to in the beginning of the episode not to completely like turn it on to me but no do it girl do it girl I I'm I'm gonna do it um I kind of have alluded to it in a couple of episodes but I've been instructing yoga since 2019 I've been in the process of doing it since 2018 it's you know 2023 that's a large part of my life that's crazy and yeah and actually today um is when I officially put in my two weeks at the studio that I work at and it's a really uncomfortable weird feeling because there wasn't anything quote-unquote wrong with the studio there wasn't anything that like I didn't like it's just the point I'm at in my life and yeah I can say like oh it's because of work it's because my new job or oh it's because of some health stuff I have going on I really want to focus on me and not be focusing on other people or whatever it may be but at the end of the day like long story short it's just it's no longer serving me so reverting back to the ask the girls question of getting the urge to move away but being scared To me, that tells me that you're having those gut feelings of this is no longer serving me and you may not know what is going to serve you in the future, but just having that conversation and saying, okay, like I'm just going to go out and I'm going to do it and not knowing that like the next thing that you land on is going to be like the perfect place for you or the perfect person for you or the perfect job or whatever it may be is okay like it's okay to not know what's going to come next and this sounds weird to say but you can always go back to where you started so if you move away and you end up say somewhere else and you're there for a year and you get a job and after a year you're like yeah no this really isn't it and you want to go back go back that's fine to the same point if you're in a relationship and like 
you decide you want to be single and then after a year you and your partner at the time decide hey this actually isn't working for us we really miss each other you can always go back there are things that are reversible in life there's nothing that is definite in life except for death and so it shouldn't be like not to discount the feelings there because I'm in the same boat but like it shouldn't be this big mental like hurdle that we have to get over it's just the smallest one of being like okay I'm gonna take the jump I'm gonna do it and then you do it and then that's it that's that's it it really does it is weird when you hear it phrased that way of like just do it because at the end of the day you do have to just do it nike please sponsor us but (laughs) there's so much that goes into that and i just went through that that whole mindset of like struggling with like the exact right place and the exact right time and it, it was it's a tough thing but yeah no matter if it's moving or any other life decisions of you know transferring colleges relationships you know whatever big small really do take off the pressure for things to be perfect because you're not going to find the perfect solution but you are going to find something that does feel right eventually but you have to you have to give it a shot like I when I came to Charleston you know I was I literally just got a job like a like a full-time stable job and I've been here for four months at this point really just trying to like figure myself out but I went ahead and like took that leap before I knew what was going to come of me and like February, even a month ago, like this job opportunity wasn't even a thing. Like it's, it's just crazy how like life can turn around and can bring you new things, but you just have to be like, you have to be open to them. And if I hadn't come to Charleston, my life would look so different than, and I am happy now. Yeah. I love, girl, I love good old also, Charleston. Good to me too. But I think it's really true that this is such a cliche saying, I can't believe I'm saying this on the podcast. Say it. Ah! Um, when one door closes, another one opens. And wow. I think that there's only so much space in your life for things. And if the things that are currently consuming the space for where you live, for your relationship, for your job, whatever it may be, and those are the things that you want to change, you first have to remove the things that consume that space to allow the space to be open for new things to come in. So I quite like that. Thank you. But thank you for asking questions over on the Instagram one more time. Please go follow us over there at Hugo Girls Podcast. It's a fun time. Maybe your question will be, I don't know, in a future episode. Our Insta is cute. Let me just say that if you haven't looked at it, like you don't even have to follow us. We'd love that. But like just go look at it because I promise it's like it's pleasing to the eye. It's fun. It is. It's it's good. We like it. Uh, audience poll. Do we change up the Insta ever? Ooh. I don't know. I actually have had thoughts about this is something we can discuss off mic too. But like, <laughs> I I don't know. I want to like do something fun with Huga Girls, but I don't know in what capacity. Like with our, our brand image. Yeah. So many ideas. We're, we're women of many yeah. ideas. But yeah. Some things in Like the Maddie said, we would, we would love to one thank you for the question and we would love just to chat about now having some context of like where we're at in life with my new job and maddie's new venture maybe away from yoga on to other things and just self self-love from from all yeah. of us to all of you yeah um we'd love just to chat a little bit about structure and how believe it or not it has actually i think come to be something freeing for the both of us I agree and I think that just talking on this a little bit 
it's not quite as drastic as you getting a new job. But when I was traveling and again, don't want to make the same. I'm no negative Nancy's over here. None. Um, however, when I was traveling, I was gone. I was having incredible experiences. I was with amazing people eating great food. Literally everything, quote unquote, could have been that could have been perfect was perfect. And I felt so weird being gone. Hot take. One of my coworkers said this at work today. Um, traveling is just being homeless with money, which oh accurate. That I'm that like, hit different. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, kind of valid because you're literally choosing to go and stay somewhere that is outside of your home and eat things that are not normal and do things that are outside of like your day to day life. You're not working. You're not. You know, like it's really interesting. And what that trip taught me, which I kind of already knew about myself going into the trip, but is that I thrive when it comes to routine. And that's because I don't find routine or structure constricting, but instead I find it freeing. And I think that that's because, Emma, like you were saying, before you had this job, when you were just working for yourself all the time, and we've talked about this off mic just like on calls and everything, but you would say, you know, I can't just turn off my phone at five, you know, like I still have work that needs to be done or I'm still editing videos or I'm still doing whatever. And so it's like, you never quite have the opportunity to just disconnect from the work itself versus now when you have structure, it's like, okay, from eight to five or from eight 30 to five 30 or whatever it may be, even if you're working a part-time job and it's like from eight to 12, every single day you have something going on. The time outside of that is yours and it's 100% yours, and you can choose what you do with it. And that's really what we wanted to discuss a little bit in today's episode. Yes, you hit the nail right on the head with what you're saying about me. I felt like constricted by myself and my goals and my... It was It's just that mindset of not being able to stop. And social media is an endless loop. And, you know, life is an endless loop. Like, things keep going on. And so it was like, I always have something to do. I always have something that, like... If I'm not doing it, then I'm wasting my time or someone's going to be doing it better than me. And it was just like, I couldn't break out of that. Like I would literally get in bed at 11 p.m. and I should I should go to sleep because I'm going to wake up at 730 the next day. But I would sit there and be like, OK, I, I should edit something because maybe I have like an hour to spare. And it was honestly just very constricting also I mean just like financially like we can't ignore that like it was hard to feel like my I I, I wasn't your success salary. was yeah my success yeah, was, was based on or your salary was based on your success I should say exactly because I was just like oh if my I can put all this time like I can spend five hours editing TikTok videos and filming them and be so proud of them and that was really the thing is like being able to be content when my socials weren't performing well and if that's like my only livelihood like I you know I have literally 300,000 followers on TikTok and like 13k on Instagram which is amazing but like socials have gotten so saturated like sometimes my my shit just flops and that's okay but it's like when that was my life my livelihood it's like what else do I have to I can't just be like, oh, that sucks. My video didn't do well. I'm like, okay, now am I going to get, am I going to make money this month? You know, that's kind of like where it goes. So it was, oh my God, it was tough. So however you relate to that, I know most people listening to this probably don't relate like exactly in that way, but me finding structure is something that I had to admit myself that I needed. And if you already are structured, like let's say you are working 
a full-time job or a part-time job or in college and things that are giving you structure sometimes it's like the grass is always greener but finding ways to appreciate what that's doing for you opposed to feeling the negative sides of it because there definitely are like I literally could do any time or I could do anything any day before I took this job two weeks ago like I could be like okay 2 30 oh my computer <laughs> getting work emails but 2 30 on like a Tuesday I could be like oh you want me to come do this I can do that and I've gotten opportunities that I'm I got invited to do this cool like brand thing in Charleston and I literally have to be like I can't go you know things like that suck but the structure that I feel like my days are feeling fulfilled and I feel like I'm being productive and that structure is freeing me from myself. It's not freeing my schedule, but it's freeing me from like my own brain and my own stress, which is way more important in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that that's a, a lot of people's opinions, honestly. And it gets to a point where, like you were saying, the grass is always greener and it's something that if you have all this structure in your life, maybe you're saying, okay, I don't want to have X, Y, and Z going on anymore. So the way that I like to think about it, and this is something that I've had to reframe my mind around, is that you have to do something to work. If you're in school, that's like a stepping stone that you're doing to get to a point so you can have a job. So it kind of applies. If you're post-grad, you have to have some form of making money. Second off, you have to have something that brings you joy that you can do regardless of you know, your financial situation of what your friends are doing. So I'm talking about like, what is something that you can do by yourself that is going to bring you joy? And then everything else kind of falls underneath that. And so what I've discovered about myself just in general is that if I combine those two things together, nine times out of 10, it doesn't really work very well. And there's a lot of self-help books actually out there that talk a lot about this and how once you start getting paid for something that you love to do, you stop loving it as much, mm. which sounds very counterintuitive, but it's really true. And I think that it's because what you were saying, it almost feels very restricting because you feel like, okay, I'm doing it all day and I love it. So when I'm not doing it, what am I doing? If that makes yeah. sense. Like it's, it's almost like you're doing so much of what you love and you're getting paid to do it. So then outside of that time, how do you fill your time if everything that you love is already taken up and what you're doing for work? And so I think that that's where the structure being freeing really comes into play. But I think it's really important to differentiate, okay, what I'm structuring is different than what I love to do just on the side. Yeah, absolutely. And something, Maddie, that I'll call out that we have actually talked about before, and this is kind of previous to me getting a job. And I think it was in the midst of my breakdown about like needing structure, truthfully, as you were oh, saying no. with your job, you're like, it's not like what I'm doing is like my, you know, you like your job, you like your company, but it's not like what you're doing is your ultimate passion in life. And you're like, oh my God, like I was put on this earth to be this like sales rep. I don't know your position title. I'm going to be completely honest. No, that's, that's fair. Okay. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, but I wasn't put on, it's not like your burning passion in your heart is to be a sales rep, but like your burning passion is to be active and be able to travel and be able to like do things that matter to you and you having that job that suits your needs financially and gives you a team environment like that allows you 
to separate like, okay, I'm going to do what I need to do. And it's going to allow me to then do things that I love. And I think I had the conversation with my parents. I was like, I love doing social media. Like I, you know, people have their own opinions about that, but I was like, I genuinely like do love it. Like it's fun. I've always been, I, I know Maddie, you were too at once, like making the video stars and like, I, I've loved oh, yeah. making little travel videos before like social media was even a thing. And I, I love content creation, but I was doing it like professionally and personally. And I told my parents, I said, I have to pick one. Like I either need to stop doing my own social media and do it professionally, like full fledged and like then separate myself from it personally. Or I need to like still keep doing my own content creation and get a freaking job that's like not this. And so I got a marketing job and there's some, there's some content aspects for it, but like to the job that I'm doing now, but there's just so much more to it. So I I feel that separation and it's weird when structure is created. Like what I felt is I don't feel like I have less time in the day to do things that I want to do, which is so interesting. You know, today, like I worked for eight hours, but I wasn't like, oh my God, my day was wasted. I was like, oh, like I was, I was in a good mood today. I made my lunch and my lunch break and I went on a little bike ride after and I went to two workout classes today, actually. I went at 7.30 and 6.30. Proud of you. A.M. and P.M. Yep. My roommate wanted to go tonight and I was like, well, I went this morning, but we'll go again. Um, but I was like, I had a full day and I'm not like, damn, my job. And I, that is subject subjective to liking at least a little bit what you do i'm not saying if you have a job that you absolutely despise that it's gonna get better but you can find the appreciation in the structure of it and how that's adding instead of subtracting because so often when we're tired and busy you know it's all it's all a subtracting mindset but an adding mindset is better if you can find it well it's almost like the concept of gold if gold were everywhere it wouldn't have value which sounds really silly to say but it's something like if you have all the time in the world to do whatever you want to do then your time doesn't really have value I love that I love that I'm gonna literally start telling everyone that I love when someone says like a good analogy because I use the heck out of it my friends have been making fun of me recently because I'm like I I was comparing myself to my dad said the used car model so basically like you have to find a job that's, he's like, the issue with what I was doing is I was working on like one month contract. So he was like, basically like, you'll do this month and you'll do it well, but it's like you, your previous month doesn't matter for your future month. So he's like, it's like a car, like you sell 10 cars in one month and you're like, okay, car salesman of the month. And then next month you got to start all over. (laughs) So I've been telling people, I was like, that's how I felt. It's like a hamster wheel. And I love that. It's like, you have like plastic doesn't matter to me because I have so much of it. So I had so much much time that it was like, none of it felt meaningful. Oh my God. I, I love that. And now if my Instagram post gets 200 likes, you know what? screw it it doesn't matter your like, livelihood doesn't depend on my it. livelihood you know I might be a little like might be a little disappointed but at the end of the day I have like a purpose so if, you, if you're feeling a lack of purpose like there is something else that's out there for you and it might be more structure posts more freedom that's what I found which is crazy and hopefully there's a time in my life where freedom comes back around in a way that's beneficial. But the thing about being young is that it's a good time to learn. Like you almost need to learn. There's so much out there to learn from people that have been doing what you do or things that you will never do even. 
that just have just have more experience and that's what I was feeling I was like I'm I'm like a one-man show right now and I'm going crazy because like I don't I don't have enough experience truthfully to be doing this like I no want to be a part of a team and have have structure and be supported and be a part of a bigger vision so learning yeah. is important for sure too. I I think it's good and I also think too on a completely opposite end of the spectrum from this Emma and I both come from a place where, you know, our job ends at 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock, and we log off for the day. We fully recognize that there are people out there who don't have that privilege, who don't have that luxury, who kind of have work that follows them, whether you be, whether you're working in, like, the healthcare field or if you're working, you know, even just, like, with the stock market, like, stuff like that. We completely understand. I can't put myself in that position because that's not where I am. Emma can't put herself in that position. However, that being said, there are still hours in the day that you have to yourself and how you choose to spend them is up to you. And think of it, if you redirect your mindset of, okay, I have less time now, going back to the golden analogy, that just makes it even more precious. How am I going to choose to spend it? And I feel like we live in a society where so much is glamorized, where it's like, everyone needs to work for themselves and everyone needs to travel and everyone needs to do this, that, and the other. And like, yes, there is freedom in traveling. Yes, there's freedom in working for yourself, but there's also stress. There's also uncertainty and you have to know yourself, know your lifestyle, know what works for you. And I'm just telling you right now, I'm not someone who could ever work for myself and just like travel all the time. I couldn't. I need a home base. I need a team. I need to have like some structure in my life. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, "Mm, girl, can't relate. Appreciate you talking about it, but like can't relate. That's totally okay. And recognizing that everyone is in different positions in their lives is 100% okay and 100% acceptable. And we get it. We're right there with you. And so we never want these episodes to come across as like, we know everything we're trying to tell you guys. Like we've said this so many times on the show before. This is almost like our informal journal or diary that we just put online and we talk about it and we have conversations. And so we just want to say we're here. We're listening to you guys. Keep submitting your questions on Instagram. Um, We are listening. We've had a couple of questions. I'm going to do a slight little hint. Can I, do I have permission to hint towards a guest? I suppose you do. Okay. <laughs> green flag. Well, we keep getting <laughs> green flag. We keep getting questions about, you know, post grad and budgeting and, you know, how to spend money, how to save money, whatever. Um, and we are not equipped for that. So stay tuned because there's someone coming up in the next couple of weeks who's going to be on the show, who's going to talk about it. But we just wanted to say thank you for following us along on our journey here. Um, Because every week we come on here and we talk about what's going on in our lives and you guys get the full rundown. You get to hear that Emma started a new job. You get to hear that I quit mine. Like you just, you get everything. Crazy life stories. Crazy It is literally a month ago though. I know like you've, this wasn't like a rash decision on your part, but it is crazy. Like you like you quitting yoga and me being some like full time, like corporate marketing job. Like two months ago, we would have been like, what the hell? Like it it is crazy how things play out and. Oh my god, I love so much what you said just about like time is precious and like finding ways to value little moments and like I the sunset's here now at like 
basically I've been just trying to use my daylight so preciously now because I don't get as much of it and I know we literally pushed back recording because Maddie was like I have to go on like a walk after work I was like yep. girl I get it but I finished at 5 30 and the sun's setting at like 6 30 now but literally as soon as I'm done I was out the door by like 5 45 on my bike because I was like I'm gonna yep I'm gonna enjoy it I'm gonna enjoy it but it's like I it it's so valuable to me so finding little moments where you can do things that are valuable to you it might not be riding your little yellow bike around Charleston but it can you know having your favorite snack calling a friend in anything that it's almost as though you're talking about a concept called joy um I actually are you familiar I've actually never heard of that before (laughs) that was Maddie's last week's episode or Maddie's solo episode if you haven't yes yeah go listen and yeah, we're so excited to be back together. There's no plans in the foreseeable future for us to be separates. I know Emma has some upcoming travels, but not anytime soon. So we'll we'll have episodes rolling for you guys. Um, like I said, we're going to have some guests on the show in the future. So stay tuned for that. And we're so close. We're one week away from daylight savings which i'm so excited about then the sun will set after seven which is huge for the program we love it it's very exciting so i am so excited that was a big thing with starting work or i'm glad that it's i was kind of like damn it or damn myself because i got a job before summer started but i was also like it's good because it's about to be where there's like two or three hours of sunlight after work exactly instead of like zero so the vibes are good. The spring is coming. I've been seizing from pollen and am I mad about it? Not even because I'm just so happy that it's warm. The weather is nice by you. The weather's not nice by me, but that's a whole other topic. We don't well, have to get into it. Um, we are so excited to be back next week with another episode for you all. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you haven't heard it already, go follow the Instagram at Hooga Girls Podcast. That is H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast. Also follow at Emma Roof at Maddie underscore Bears. All in the show notes, besties. You know where to find it. Also, I didn't realize that I was private. And then I had a couple people follow me after the episode that you said. You were like, oh, and go follow Maddie too. Like, she's cute, which was really sweet of you. Thank you. Um, but I was private. And I was like, who are these people? And I declined them. So sorry, y'all. I'm public. If you want to go follow me now, I'm free reign. Oh, um, have fun. Yeah. Did not mean to do that. I don't know what was going on but I've always been public so I don't know why that shifted anyways yes go follow us on Instagram and we will be back next week with another episode for you all so until next time stay happy stay healthy and stay stay hooga bye Bye, y'all